1 John 4.1 Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. The message I have today is called False Teachers. We need to be daily students of the Word of God, to be like the Bereans in Acts 17, who checked out everything the Apostle Paul said to see if from Scripture what he said was true. These days, many Christians don't want to ask a preacher or teacher to back up their words with the Bible because they're afraid of offending such people. False teachers don't want anyone to question anything they say. We need to be like the sons of Issachar and discern the times in which we are living in. The Bible is our anchor. Many false teachers claim that we must build the kingdom of God on earth before Jesus can return. And there's even talk about uniting all religions under the umbrella of ecumenism, Christians with unbelievers. Many people want an experience to focus on yourself and not on the word of God. In a false church, sin is never talked about and God loves everybody. Gospel preaching, though, is Christ-centered and belief and trust in God's word. We are to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Yet many false churches focus on great blessings, great times, blab it and grab it. To many Christians today, Bible doctrine is head knowledge. <clears throat> Man, though, becomes bigger and God becomes smaller. Faith is a force and God is not permitted to move until man prays. One faith teacher said he had eight visitations and was told that the older generation, the way they prayed is wrong. And there's more tolerance coming into the church and repentance is being rejected. Many religious leaders say that we need to seek unity with the Catholic Church and other religions. And some are teaching, you are a God, and you don't need to pray and stay in the Bible. I believe that, that there is coming a time when people in the church will say to you, Bible doctrine or teaching is divisive, and if you disagree with them, you will be called hateful and against God. One preacher even said that while he was in the bathtub one day, Jesus came and talked to him for one and a half hours and said he wasn't concerned with the salvation of souls, but with the new apostolic reformation. That's craziness. There are even those that say a great revival is coming before Jesus returns. Yes, scripture warns of a great falling away to come, and the Antichrist, the man of sin, will appear. These are the red flags of a false prophet. They use religion to profit themselves. They don't take scripture in context, but they try to build an idea on one verse of scripture. They add to or take away from scripture, saying there are many paths to God. And you don't really need to trust that John 14, 6, you know, saying that's too unloving. They will encourage you to get away from the Bible. The word of God isn't enough. You need extra biblical revelation. Some places you can actually pay to learn how to prophesy. 
Many can't believe in God unless they feel something or fall down, have an experience. Don't let feelings fool you. Martin Luther once said, Feelings come and feelings go and feelings are deceiving. My trust is in the word of God. Nothing else is worth believing. What are you trusting in today? The word of God or an experience or a feeling? Leave your trust in the word of God in prayer and let the word of God guide you, teach you, and protect you. Till next time. First John 4, 7-9 Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might live through him. The word love is so easily, you know, tossed about these days with a sort of love is love. And anything is permissible, no matter how perverse it is. It is all acceptable because it is love. Yet the world cannot really understand the true meaning of love as expressed by God who gave up his only son to save mankind from their sins. One religion talks love and peace as long as you agree with them. Any perceived insult or rejection of such a faith, in some countries you can be accused of being a hateful person and even face persecution, jail, and death. It is easily something to boast that one is loving as long as you love those who agree with you. Real love is loving those who hate you. Real love is telling the truth even if you end up being laughed at and rejected. Real love was shown by Jesus as he stretched out his arms on a cross. 2,000 years ago, shed his life, his blood, for the sins of the world and died. That is real love. Such love God tells every day in his word that he loves us. His word is a love letter to all those who repent and turn from their sins and trust in Jesus Christ only for their sins. The moment we do this, he begins by the Holy Spirit to start a new work in us. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. The old Leo died on June 1974. The new Leo started that month in one day. I'm not perfect, only God is, yet I know that since I came to Christ, I am no longer under the fear of spending eternity in hell for my sins. In Jesus, I have been set free and forgiven. Romans 8.1 There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. No condemnation, no more fear and worry. As the old song goes, I've got a home in glory land that outshines the sun way beyond the blue. John 14, Jesus promises us 
that he has a place prepared for each of his blood-bought children who trust in him only for eternal salvation. Real love tells us that no amount of work on our part, no giving of money, no striving to be good, will ever be enough in God's sight. The way to heaven is freely offered by Jesus only. Eternal salvation is a gift, and it's free. You can't buy your way into heaven. You can't work for it. You can't earn it. You don't get it by being a nice member of your card-carrying religion, where you love those who agree with you, but hate those who disagree with you. Eternal salvation is like getting a gift on your birthday or Christmas time. It's free. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's an old story about a young man who had served in the Vietnam War and was coming home after his tour of duty. He called his mother, excuse me, called his mother from the airport and said that he had a friend he was bringing back before he moved on. His buddy had suffered a bomb explosion. He had one eye, a scar from the right side of his face to his neck. His left leg was gone as well. The mother stopped him and said on the phone, Son, we love you. Can't you just put your buddy up in a motel? You know how we feel about that war. If such a man comes, what will the family and the neighbors think? In my bridge club is this weekend. The son hanged up the phone and... His name was Billy, and Billy, you know, she kept yelling, Billy, Billy, why'd you hang up? And she was upset. A few hours later, the police showed up at the front door. Ma'am, we found a young man whose name was Billy in a motel room who had one eye, a nasty scar. His left leg was gone. He had killed himself. His ID says he lives here. Is this your son? The mother fell to her knees in grief and cried, Oh, my son, I'm so sorry. Real love is Jesus dying for each of us, battered and bruised, torn in two by the ugliness of sin found in me and you. Do you want to know the real love offered today? Come to Jesus and ask him to pour his love into you and let his love flow out to others around you. That is real love. But no amount of philosophy, no tons of religion will ever do. Real love is Jesus only. Till next time.